Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. So, are you the good witch or the bad witch? Which witch are you? Most of us probably watched The Wizard of Oz growing up. Um, Some of us were in The Wizard of Oz when I was in college. I was cast as the bad witch, of course. (laughs) My little pretty and your little dog, Toto. I loved playing that part until we took it on the road one time and we ended up at, it was a state mental hospital called Bryce down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Roll Tide. And when we presented it to the group of children at this state mental hospital, they didn't understand that the bad witch was not real. So when we went down into the audience afterwards to try to shake hands with them, it was just a mass panic and mob crying and screaming. And my husband-to-be, Bud, was with there with me at the time, and he said, let's get out of here. They don't get it. I couldn't take my nose off because it was a fixed putty. So there was nothing I could do but just turn and leave and let the good witch encourage them, which she did. And anyway, the reason I say this is because each of us have known somebody in our lives who has been so good that you just can't believe that they're real, and some that have been so bad that you wish they weren't. In our neighborhood right here where we live in Florida, I have a neighborhood angel. Her name is Laurie. And I tell her this all the time, even though she is dealing with a husband who has dementia, and even though she has to be his caretaker 24-7, she chooses to be his caretaker, she still likes to get out around the block here in our own little circle. And she brings cooked goods and goodies and things that just everybody loves. And she brings our newspaper to the door, and she brings our trash can in when we're not here, and picks up our mail and other deliveries, and she makes it a point to give unto others, because in being a blessing to others, that is where she gets her her blessing. And she even says that she stocks up on her ammunition, so to speak, to help her husband by bringing and being good to others, because that makes her a better person. Unfortunately, I can relate on both sides because probably in my teen years on into my early 20s, I was the type of person that I wanted other people to be miserable if I was miserable. I know that a lot of you that know me now and I choose to be good and love good and want to help and have truly learned that it is better to give than receive. I know that now. But when I look back at what what just a horrible person I was, and I really mean horrible. I was mean. I was selfish. I was self-centered. I wanted to hurt people because I hurt. And when I found the first church that I truly loved belonging to in St. Louis, their motto was hurting people hurt people. And that's what I did. And that's what the bad witch did in the Wizard of Oz. Now, if you've seen Wicked, you know the backstory. But 
it's just a story. For most of us, our life is the story that we're choosing to write parts of it, and parts of it are given to us. We do not choose to be ill. We do not choose to have a loved one die early. But how we react to and deal with that, to a certain extent, we do get to choose. Yes, we have to grieve. Yes, we have to put up with the pain. Yes, we have to do some things we wish we didn't have to do. But we can still choose to be good. And that's what my friend Laurie here in the neighborhood does. I told her I was going to write about her, so it's not a surprise. She chooses to help others. She is the welcomer to the new people that move in. She was the first house I was invited to, to a girl's party. And my husband and I have been there numerous times, and we love to go out and eat with Laurie and her husband, even though he's in his own little world now and we never know what to expect from him. We choose to still include him, to have fun with him. We went to a party at their house not too long ago, and the guys had all gathered out in the sunroom while the girls were still in waiting for some of the food to be done, and we were just chatting. It just happened that way. It doesn't usually segregate into male-female, but this particular time it did. And evidently, all the guys out there were talking, you know, golf and sports and current politics and things like that and laughing and cajoling and, you know, slapping each other on the shoulder and the back. And as they started to go in, my husband Bud said, I just saw Brent kind of sitting over to the side and he walked over as I was one of the last ones to go in and he grabbed me by the arm and he said, would you stay out here and talk to me? Oh. Bud said his heart broke, and mine did too when Bud told me that. And of course, he stayed out there and talked to Brent. And he didn't know half of what Brent was talking about, but Brent enjoyed it. He just wanted somebody to hear him, just to listen to him. And as I have helped start the alternative school where I taught in St. Louis, a lot of times it's those kids of which I was one, the ones that seem to not fit in, the ones that seem to be crying and screaming for attention, they just want somebody to hear them, somebody to listen. And I think that's where we can come in and be the devil or the angel. We can make fun of them, as many times the bullies of the world do, even the adult bullies, or we can choose to give them a voice, to listen to them, to give them the gift of hearing them, seeing them, loving them. And we can choose to do that. It may not be what we would like to do. Bud would have loved to have gone back in and told jokes and fooled around with and had fun with the other guys, but he chose to stay out on the sun porch with Brent and to let him talk, to listen to him, to let him get it out. And then they both came in. You know, there are a lot of people in this world that don't always get the attention or the love or the feeling that they're being heard, but we can be the one that makes a difference only one person at a time. I've always said we can't change the world, but we can change our household, one person at a time, our neighbors, our block, our community, our state, our country, one person at a time. And we may not be the one who holds office or the one who is in the spotlight, 
but we may be the one who is a hero to the guy next door, to the woman who feels like nobody has even befriended her in all the time she has lived here. What will you choose today, to be the devil or the angel, to be the good witch or the bad witch, to be the one who gives or the one who selfishly says, well, what about me? When do I get my turn? Believe me, my friend, when you give, that is your turn. Try doing that this year. Give a little bit more of yourself, of your time, of your effort, even of your things when you get opportunity. And just wait and see what comes back to you. Pressed down, shaken up, rolling over, overflowing. When your cup overflows, you can't help but let it spill out on others. And may that be what happens for me this year. That's my prayer. And I pray that's your prayer as well. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. God bless you, my friends. And may you have a wonderful, blessed new year. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.